0: Strawhut Media. How many open, honest conversations have you had with your bi friends? And if you're bi, how many open, honest conversations have you had with your straight and queer friends? Because one of the biggest challenges for those in the bi community, sadly, is getting people to truly believe that yes, they really do like both genders. And what's so wrong with that? But perhaps a little bit like the placement of the B in LGBTQ, people in the bi community feel a little stuck in the middle of being accepted and of being presumed just a little frivolous when it comes to the partners you're choosing. It can often seem like sometimes being bi goes a little unnoticed or untrusted, like the stereotype attached to a lot of college kids. They went through the bi phase, but being bisexual is not a phase and it is not a reflection of indecision. It's an identity shared by so many that is not just sexual confusion on the way to eventually making up one's mind about whether or not you're straight or gay. So let's ditch the stereotypes and get curious. I'm Levi Chambers, and from Straw Hut Media, this is LGBTQ+, You.
1: Hi, I'm Sarah Klegman. I'm a writer and storyteller uh, based in Brooklyn. I have a hala company uh, and I'm uh, bisexual also. There's that.
0: Sarah's had quite a long and diverse work history.
1: Well, uh, today I'm a writer and a storyteller and I have a, a hala bread company called Hub. and I tour around and I give talks on things and I record podcasts and I braid bread for people. Um, But I've always been a writer um, and a performer to some degree. Um, So yeah, after living in LA for 11 years, I up and moved to Brooklyn to focus on more book writing stuff and solo show performance stuff and just generally making myself uncomfortable.
0: Like a lot of kids, she realized she was bi when she was young, but didn't really find a space to express her authenticity until she got to college
1: for a lot of um like gay and lesbian folks when there's that question has a little bit more it doesn't always it's not always black and white like with most people it's not black and white um, but I feel like with bisexuality it's sort of like a slow burn um where I sort of always knew there was a time when I was on the playground when I was probably in first or second grade and I remember looking at a group of boys playing and a group of girls playing and the thing that was going through my head, that nervousness, it was like, it wasn't like, oh, this is different. Oh, it was, it was more like, oh, this is the same. Like my nervous energy towards everyone, um, has always been there. So, you know, and it it wasn't, um, I didn't actually have my first, um, sexual romantic experience with a woman until college because, I didn't have any bisexual role models growing up. There wasn't, you know, there was Ellen, uh, but I don't identify as a lesbian. And there wasn't like, you know, bi-eye for the straight guy uh, or anything. So I I didn't really have, there's no precedent.
0: And for her, being able to identify truly as bi is more a privilege than anything else.
1: Being on this show is like such an honor and so wonderful to be talking about bisexuality, but it's also so funny because like, who the hell am I? Uh, Not that I'm here as like a spokesperson for anyone, but even if I wanted to be, I couldn't, you know? There's just so much versatility and diversity and range of different types of sexualities under the umbrella of Bisexual. So it's, I, I don't know, I think it's one of the most beautiful things to be.
0: So what's it like to be the only bi kid in your high school? Or to eventually come out to your boyfriend who gets it but kind of doesn't get it? And most importantly, remember that if someone tells you they're bi, it's not your permission slip to ask them on a threesome field trip.
1: I think with him it was more so just, you know, one of those conversations where we're, you know, laying around and making out and just talking about sexuality and I think, The conversation came up as like, yeah, like I fantasize about women, I would totally date a woman, I, you know, and so it was just, he was like, oh, okay, cool, like he wasn't really the adventurous type, it wasn't until I got older that people started responding to that pretty immediately with like, oh, great, do you have a threesome? Um... Because that's what it means if you're bisexual. I don't know if you knew that, but it just means you want to fuck everyone all the time. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm so squishy and emotional. Um, he was fine with it. And as fine as, you know, it didn't really change anything. Um, it's just, you know, a part of who who I am. Um, that same boyfriend went with me to college um, and he had never heard me actually say that I was bisexual, like say those words. He knew that I was attracted to women and that I would be down for that. Um, and then one night we were doing a bunch of Jaeger bombs at a friend's party and I blurted out that I was bisexual, much to his surprise, uh, even though he knew, uh, but there's something jarring about the label, um, and the proclamation. Um, his response was good. Not everyone's response is good. <laughs>
0: Despite most people assuming your childhood struggles as part of the LGBTQ community must have been your hardest, for Sarah, many of her challenges didn't come until adulthood.
1: The struggle for me wasn't in the sort of slow burn realization um, or in my upbringing or, you know, high school. The harder part starts in adulthood, in my opinion, which When people start asking you to define things and they start, you know, looking to your romantic history for evidence of who you are and what it means to love you and be in a relationship with you. And there's a lot of adversity and sort of disbelief, which is the strange part.
0: And even though a lot of us know what it's like to deal with these struggles from childhood up until the present, imagine if when you told people of your orientation, they just didn't believe you.
1: Yeah, I think it's just in this weird feeling like I have to – like, people don't believe it. They don't think it's real. They don't think it's a thing. Um, and, like, in order to satisfy people, it's like immediately as soon as you say you're bi, they're like, oh, well, how many men have you been with versus how many women, um, you know uh, – are you sure, uh, you know, do you have to have, you know, one of each partner to be, you know, one of each gender to be satisfied? Like, I think the struggle is in all of these preconceived notions about what bisexual means. Um, and I think the point is that, like, you can be into women 10% and men 90% or women 50% and men 50% or you don't even need to go genders and you can be like, I'm into like, you know, 5% dude type people, female type people, not barric to binary type people, like whatever it is. But if you, if you're saying as a human, I don't limit who I love and, and, or who I am physically attracted to based on the body that they are in, For me, that's the definition of bisexuality. And it's beautiful. It's just about love.
0: For Sarah, she's managed to find value in her authenticity, which can feel like an impossible thing to do. Life is full of ups and downs and difficult moments on its own. So why would we spend any more time hiding from who we are?
1: I am blessed with a lot of, there's a lot of things wrong with me. It's one of the things that I love talking about. Like I. You know, there's a lot of things wrong with me are a lot of things that are like hard pills to swallow for people, right? Like I, wear hearing AIDS. I'm like pretty chewy. Like, you know, I have the, you know, gluten and, you know, sensitivity, even though I have a bread company, like all these weird, you know, and God knows whatever, you know, emotional damage we all come with. Um, but all, all you can do is just so show someone who you are completely. And if someone finds out that, oh my gosh, Sarah's bisexual, she just doesn't limit who she could love based on anything, like, and if they're not into that, like, bye bye Like, cool. Good. Glad to know now. Thank you. See you later.
0: But even though you know who you are, people will still make assumptions about you based on whatever biases they've formed about who you're supposed to be.
1: The acknowledgement in the gay community has been great recently that I've seen. Like, I used to go out with, um, couple lesbian friends in West Hollywood when I first moved to Los Angeles. I remember she would be like, oh, you know, there'd be like, you know, four of us out. And she'd be like, just three lady hunting ladies on the town. And I'm like, oh, but I'm I'm here too. Like I'm also like hunting ladies. And she's like, mm, like you don't count. And I'm like, what I I mean like I'm not a lesbian, but like I get so weird around women. Oh my gosh. I get so much weirder around women. Like I went to, which is very out of character, I went to a strip club. <laughs> uh a couple nights ago with some friends in New York and I got all like you know just this beautiful woman is dancing and I'm just like nerding out about it and just like oh my gosh like you're an angel like you're so amazing and we just get to talking and she just comes out and she's like more women need to be like you and I'm like what like awkwardly into women but also like respectful of them like but also in that moment I felt weird being like oh yeah I'm not just like a not that I'm not just like a harmless straight girl there's like that assumption like there's this weird thing where people assume that you're straight, and I think a lot of lesbian femmes have this issue too, but with bisexuality this weird thing happens where if I'm in a relationship with a man, then everyone's like, oh, she's straight now. Or if I'm in a relationship with a woman, they're like, oh, she's, she's lesbian now. And it's like, no, I'm just loving this person now. It doesn't change everything else.
0: We can't control who reacts to our true selves and how they do, but we can control whether we're going to let people who judge or disbelieve us have any impact on our lives. Words can be hurtful, but our greatest power comes from us, from who we are. And if we can wield that, we'll be prepared for any other problems that come our way in life. Well, except maybe for the first time you have sex. More on that after the break.
1: The first time that I was that I had sex with a woman was <laughs> it was a it was a dare. I had never had sex with a woman. I had like flirted with this like total babe in 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 college who was like an aviation major. And we were at this party one night and we just started dancing together and she had like perfect teeth and like tight jeans and long blonde hair and yeah so uh and then like later that night this aviation major her big butch burly best friend came up to me and was like if you ever hurt her I'll kill you and I had never experienced that kind of aggressive lesbo bff behavior so I was like thoroughly scared away so I had not had a sexual experience with a woman and I was out one night um, with a guy friend from work and we went to this gay bar Cabo I think it's Cabo or Fiesta the one that's in West Hollywood my my dude friend my straight dude friend starts flirting with this girl at the bar and he comes back over and he's like I'm totally killing it with this chick and I'm like mm, I don't think she's into you and at the time I was like you know very overweight with like a penchant for loud florals um, and I I I saw him flirting with this girl, and, and I was like, oh, no, no, I think she's gay. And he's like, oh, she's she's not. I bet you she's not. And as soon as he was like, I bet you, all pressure of, like, how to approach and talk to women, like, kind of melted away. And I was just like, oh, it's it's just about the bet. Um, I can do this. Like, if it goes poorly, I'll just be like, whatever. I was, it was a bet to do this. Um, So I walk up to her, and I'm just like, hi, I'm Sarah and we just start talking and she offers to buy me a beer and um and then i was like oh you know after a few minutes we're just small talking i was like oh i should get back to you know my my poor friend and she asked for my number and i gave her my number and i went back to my friend and he's like well what did you find out and i was like oh well i think she's i think she's gay like you know she bought my drink and we exchanged numbers and i just got a vibe and he's like mm, that's not proof enough and i was like And at this point, i had had a little lot of it to drink. Um, And I was like, fine, I'll prove it. And so I like marched back in there and I tap her on the shoulder and I was like, hi, um, I'm about to leave and you can say no, but do you want to just like make out for a second? And she remarkably was like, okay. Uh, So we like made out for a second and then I got to turn around and see my, you know, friend's jaw on the floor. And you Um, you, like won the bet. I won the bet. (laughs) And then she and I went out. Uh, the next weekend, and I had a moment with her where we met up for our date um, at the the Abbey, like during the day when they have like brunch service. When they um, have delicious food. So we went and sat in a booth, and there was a moment where she was like, "Oh, so when did you come out as a lesbian?" And I was like, "Funny story. Um, I'm not a lesbian. Um, I'm bi," and it was sort of it sort of like threw her for a loop and like made me feel like she momentarily like maybe thought that I was lying but like I never like it's not but it's that weird dynamic about bisexuality it's like when is there a moment where I'm supposed to be like I don't know if I'm gay enough for you um, but I was gay enough that we kept making out Um, and then and then like we were there until it was really late and finally I was like how do I get this girl to come home with me like I had never been with a like I didn't know like did she know should I tell her that I'm not like, that I'm, like, a lady virgin. Like, am I a lady virgin? Like, I believe it's about the body and the human. It's not about the pieces. Like, you know, it's like you're with someone new every time you're with them, you know. So I had all this anxiety about it. And finally, the night's, like, almost over. We spent the whole day. And and uh, I walk into her car. And I just go, I'm wearing really cute underwear right now. <laughs> she was just like, okay. Oh. Do you live close? And I was like, yeah. Oh my. Um, and it worked.
0: But even though we might be nervous or scared when having sex with someone of the same gender, it's important to remember, you're already a pro at your own gender. You already know what you're doing.
1: So she followed me home and we did the sex and it was amazing and it was fine. And this thing happened in the moment where a lot of my anxiety about how to have sex with women kind of started to fade. Um, in the slow realization that I wouldn't fully realize until years later when I actually started, you know, becoming intimate with women that I, like, really deeply emotionally cared about, too. No offense to this lovely lady. Um, but Tara was her name. And Tara was more about the... Tara, Tara was... She was a hot piece of delicious lady. Um, I respected her. But we didn't, like, date. Um, but later... Um, Later in life, when I started dating a little bit more recently, um, did I have a moment where I realized that I don't need to freak out about if I'm good with women or not, um, because I am one.
0: There's a lot to learn both individually and within any community. Lucky for Sarah, her biggest piece of advice is actually to have patience with the people who don't really know much about you. Because there's always an opportunity to change hearts and minds.
1: Be kind and patient to people when they when they first learn this about you. And I know maybe my advice should maybe come from more of a place of like, love yourself, like you, you don't need to defend, you know, and that's all that's true. But I think it's also helpful to understand that unfortunately, there's a lot of crap that people associate with bisexuality. But giving them the opportunity to ask questions and being able to answer those questions without being like, without rolling your eyes and, you know, just having a little bit of patience with them. I think the more we can just educate people on what it does and doesn't mean, the easier time we'll have moving through life. And also understanding that nothing's black and white and bisexuality is like a perfect, I mean, it's by definition gray. but so it's, it's, it's beautiful and I think the energy that you take towards your sexual identity and all of that and the way that you share that with people that are close to you, they will then take on that that energy. So figuring out how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your sexual identity and what bisexuality means, the more that you understand about yourself and the more patience you have with others, that'll just make everything little easier
0: and even greater than opening up the conversation on a personal level she has the ability to share her voice and her sexuality with millions in both the tech industry and the jewish community
1: my personal sexual identity has made it possible for some of these conversations to be had in for example this like jewish women's space that might not necessarily be had in such a big way in this moment because Just the fact that I'm queer. So like if we're writing a piece of content – so say for example, we did um, a series on uh, having sex on Shabbat and like if it's considered like – you know, if you get extra Jewish bonus points. And we did all this artwork for it and um, all the artwork uh, we made sure – me and the designer, we both uh, identify as queer – we made sure that the artwork had like heterosexual positions, but it also had like a bunch of queer sex positions. Um, so I'm really lucky in that that part of my identity in this in that space um, is valued, accepted, utilized, encouraged. In the other uh, in the other work that I do in the in the tech space, um, the reason I got that job is because I am an artist and because I have a unique voice and because. You know, when I'm not monologuing about the importance of queerness and, and, and bisexuality, I do a lot of funny storytelling things too. Um, and that was a, my bisexual identity comes out in all, in all those stories. Um, and so my client or employer, whatever you want to call him, knew what he was getting with me when he hired me and that was part of the appeal. And it's a pretty sweet job being like an on retainer, creative writer. Um, And so the fact that I got both of these jobs and I flourished in both of these positions because I am so openly myself and because I don't shy away from those topics and because diversity and inclusion is becoming more and more important in the workplace, um, those parts of me are actually strengths. Um, which is pretty awesome, I think.
0: When you're young and confused and haven't had enough life experiences, our gender or orientation or lack thereof can feel like a heavy burden. It's not easy to deal with being different, but the older we get, we realize that to be different is to be normal. There's nothing more boring than being the same as anyone else. Maybe you've had a similar journey to Sarah. Maybe even people within your own community don't take your sexuality seriously or they think it's just a phase but at the end of the day, it isn't about them. It's about how to double down on yourself and show the world who you are, regardless of what it thinks. From your perspective, the rest of the world has a lot to learn, not just about you, but about what it means to be part of the LGBTQ community because sameness is the curse and being different is truly the most beautiful thing to be. LGBTQ plus you is brought to you by Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and be sure to leave us a review. If you'd like to check out more of our great shows, give us a look at strawhutmedia.com. The show can be found all across social media at LGBT, at LGBTQ, and at Pride. Yes, those handles are us. Sarah Cleggman is on social at Sarah Clegg, that's K-L-E-G, and if you like food or bread porn, check out her Halla bread company at Hallahub. that's C-H-A-L-L-A-H-H-U-B. And you can find me on social at Levi Chambers or at Gaiety. Our producers are Will Sterling and Ryan Tillotson, copywritten, engineered, and edited by Will Sterling. Those fellas can be found at Will Sterling underscore and at Ryan Tillotson. We'll see you next week.